Hey, Aquaman. What up, man? Oh, God. Where's this plane? I guess I'll give Ari a call. Hello? My daughter. Hey, hey, Ariane. What's up? What's up, Dad? So are you going to this Nakatomi Podcast Awards gala? Yeah, I'll see you there. James Franco isn't still hosting this thing, is he? Oh, thank God. I think it's actually Seth Rogen now. <laughs> but anyway, good. I'm glad you'll be there, because I'm just about to meet Phil, and he's been acting so strange lately. I purposely took an earlier flight just so I didn't have to sit next to him for 11 hours. Be good to have you around in case it gets awkward. Well, John, I told you. You're probably being too harsh about the whole snack time thing. Hey, what do you call as a version to the plot hole segment? I told you to that you need to work this out. I'm not playing couples counseling here like some Asian Jennifer Melfi. <laughs> man, you got some mad references. Everybody knows that. But uh, yeah, it's fine, man. I, I think I have something figured out that will cool things over. Uh, oh, oh, Ari? Oh, sorry, sorry. That's him coming out. I'll, I'll see you later tonight. All right, John. Later. What's up, dude? Hey. All right. Let's see it. Right here, right now. God. Okay. You see what I do for you? Fucking dreamies. Eat stupid dreamies. Oh God. Are you happy now? That I've eaten some damn cat food. Are you happy now? <gasps> yes. Finally. Yes, I'm very happy. Thank you. Fucking asshole. Ugh. Good. <laughs> All right, let's Good, right? Let's get out of here. We got to get over to Nakatomi Plaza for this podcast awards gala. It's going to start soon. How in the hell did we get nominated for Best Film Podcast after you hit that cop with a microphone when we were out here for the festival at Christmas? Uh, well, it turned out that that cop was actually in cahoots with the terrorists that took over Nakatomi Plaza. Oh, so that's why they were laughing. Yeah, man. So we ended up doing them a favor. And then after that Die Hard episode dropped, I Survived Nakatomi Plaza Podcast Festival 2020 t-shirt sales went through the roof. Uh, it's funny, they already had that ready-made. Maybe we can get some of that money, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, that'd be sweet. But as a backup, I've cashed out the latest Patreon money, so I'm going to take you, me, and Ariane out for dinner tomorrow. Oh, uh, are Ari's out here? Of course she is, man. I thought I told you that. Mm. Oh, okay. Hey, Jake the Mamawa. How's it going, man? Dude, I don't even have a beard anymore. Yeah, why'd you shave? So you like, you like always play the same guy in every movie. Why are you going to do some, like, real acting, man? Dude, he's Aquaman. It's a franchise, so of course he's playing the same character over and over. G- give me something. Give me, like, you know, a catchphrase, man. G- give me an Aquaman catchphrase. Something, something, Trident. Jake the Mamawa, everybody. How many times did that happen so far? Don't ask. Taxi! Dude, why don't you get an Uber? I'm still banned after the whole incident last year. Besides, Nakatomi is going to reimburse our expenses this time. 
good. New Nakatomi Plaza, please. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Will Montgomery. Oh man, look at this guy. No Bluetooth, hand-free, nothing. <laughs> you don't recognize my voice, Gum? Yeah, I wanted to be there for you at the prison. Yeah, he looks gross. Did you see the scars? Ugh. Give you a welcome when you got out, but you know how it is. Time just slipped away. Man, is he driving with a prosthetic leg as well? Gnarly. Well, that depends on your interpretation of the word dead. I'm certainly not living. <laughs> oh, God, does he have COVID? This is like the second time he's coughed since we've been in here. The years you've been gone have not been kind to me, gum. Constantly running from Lone Shark, the feds, broker than a dead dick dog that couldn't get another swipe. Well, man, make sure you give this dude a tip. It's not like you really need the money. You listen to me, Gum. I've waited eight years for this. I had to change my name, erase everything. And then, that little matter of the bullet in my leg, a constant friendly reminder of the partner who ruined my life that night. Jesus Christ, dude. Semantics. I want my share. I want my share of that $10 million that was going to change our lives forever. $10 million. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say that, gum. I wonder who he's talking to. No. Stop it. You should ask him. Dude, I'm not asking him shit. Come on, man. What are you, chicken? <sighs> All right, fine. Uh, sir? Who are you talking to? Hold on. I guess he's not going to tell us. Yeah, probably better we don't know. You heard the kind of shit he was saying. That's right. You don't know. I'm a cab driver now. My fare is a sweet little girl trying to get to her shrink's office. She could discuss her daddy issues now that have manifested into an unhealthy disdain at the world at large. Uh, hey dude. Um, I've probably got a lot of daddy issues, but I'm pretty sure neither one of us are girls. Hold on, please, Gun. Uh-uh. What are you talking about? You were the person I was supposed to pick up at the airport. The, the girl. We just shouted out Tacti and you stopped. Gum, I'm gonna have to call you back. Where's my fucking glasses? <laughs> ah, there we go. Now what are you talking about? Ah, no. Hi. Ah, <laughs> ah fuck's sake, Vincent. You've cocked this up again. <laughs> now what the fuck am I gonna do? Damn glasses every time, fucking long-haired hippie. I thought you were a girl. So you've been driving us around for like 10 minutes with a peg leg, no glasses, and a COVID pass. <laughs> like, you should really get that checked out, dude. It sounds gross. And besides, you have long hair. Who the fuck are you calling hippie, hippie? Ah, get the fuck out of my cab, man. I've got to go see if the girl's still waiting at the airport. No, dude, you're supposed to take us to new Nakatomi. I don't give a damn. Get the fuck out of my car. Get out of my car now fine fine jesus christ (laughs) 
God damn it, dude. Are there any fucking normal cab drivers in Los Angeles? Hold on. Let me check how far away we are. That's fucking great. Uh, looks like we're about four miles away. Cool. I'm just going to walk it. That's nothing, dude. We're from London. I'm used to walk. Yeah, that's cool. But look at that, dude. Look, okay. Like in Bill and Ted, we've got to go in. Fine, I need to buy some smoke. Fine, man. We gotta be quick. The award show starts in an hour. Why do you care so much about this? I thought you were just going to show faith and just enjoy a more relaxed trip to Cali this time. Besides, we're up against how did this get made and the rewatchable. We're not going to win anyway. And Finn Wolfhard's lackluster video. Who the fuck keeps hiring the fucking Stranger Thing kid, fucking Finn Wolfstuff? I'm sick of hearing about him. Don't don't mention him again. I mean, fucking Mike Luster. Popular podcast. I don't know. I don't know. I've never listened to it. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, the last time we were out here, it was kind of crazy, and you know, I am looking forward to just being able to chill out and see some sights this time. But you know, it's just nice being recognized for something. We've been at this for two years and a hundred episodes. It's just nice to get some love for all the hard work we've put in. I dig that, man. Well, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a coke. You, you getting anything? Oh, God, there's so many choices. Mm. America's snack food selections are the best. Um, yeah, but can you just give me a soda as well? I uh, still got that cat food taste in my mouth. All right. Well, give me a chocolate bar. Excuse me. Would it be possible for my daughter to use your restroom? She's really got to go. Read the sign. Customers only. Seriously? Why the fuck you think I put up the sign? It's okay, Dad. I can hold it. Yeah, can, let's just buy something for your mother. Yeah, well, I guess you got it, huh? Dude, this uh, cash register lady is mean. Can you buy this for me? I've got too much anxiety for this. Dude, I don't think I want to go to this award thing. I mean, I just kind of want to check out some handprint. Drink some soda and find some weed if I can. Dude, what are you talking about? You've, we've got all day tomorrow to do that stuff. And besides, you saw Kevin Smith's handprints last time. Yeah, well, it was too late and too dark. I like to get some photos this time. Strange thing are afoot at the Snuckle K. What the hell? Oh, oh my god, oh my god, get out of here. Oh my god, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? Run! Why did you fucking bring me back out of here? We're going to Nakatobi. We've got to get to the award show. Oh god, why? We're going to Nakatomi. Let's go. Oh shit! Oh shit! Ah, fuck! Fuck! Here it is, dude! Here's the door! Hey, John! 
Johnny, what's up? Fuck off, Franco, it's Jonathan. By the way, we're coming in. Dude, what the fuck is that? Ah! Dude, dude, there's a room there. Run, get in. Run, I'm coming, I'm coming. Close the door. Close the door. We gotta barricade this door. God, that's a heavy couch. Fuck. What went that thing, dude? Fucking ate James Franco. He wasn't even supposed to be here today. Good riddance. That guy sucked. What the fuck is going on around here? There's no one even at this event. I was told there's going to be this big award ceremony. God damn it. Is that all you care about? What about the fucking people who are being sucked up into the sky? The fucking demon that ate James Franco. He ate the Green Goblin. Dude, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I thought it was just a massive earthquake. I couldn't tell what was going on. It wasn't no earthquake, man. They were sucked up into the sky. It was like that fucking Left Behind movie, remember? Kirk Cameron or Nick Cage? What? What difference does it make? <laughs> well, one's a stupid evangelist who held anti-mask rallies during the middle of the pandemic in California. And the other's Nick Cage. <sighs> Fine. Cage. Your question. Both of those movies suck. Dude. Dude, I'm serious. What's going on out there is more than an earthquake. I think there's something ancient, something biblical, the rapture. Wow, dude, <laughs> have you realized where we are? What? No, where are we? We're in the same recording studio as last time when the terrorists took over this building in Nakatomi Plaza, but new Nakatomi Plaza. Huh, weird. But the same recording studio. Weird, weird that they kept this, the room exactly the same. Yeah. Um, so what are we going to do about it? I don't know. I'm not going anywhere. We can just stay here until help comes. Well, fine. But what are we going to do? Who knows how long it will be before help even come? And besides, there are literally demons out there, man. So what will the police be able to do this time? Hmm. I mean, we are podcasters, so I think, like, it's actors and then podcasters. But we're in Hollywood. Do you know how many actors there are in Hollywood? It's going to take days just to get through all the Baldwin, you know? Yeah, I guess I guess there won't be some cowboy out there screaming yippee Kaye and blasting those creatures with the Glock this time. Um, well, we can, you know. Oh, no. Record a podcast? Yeah, why not? What else are we going to do? I mean, that is something we do. Yeah, man. And all this stuff is here, just like last time. I mean, who else is recording a podcast during the apocalypse? <sighs> I do really want that award, don't you? Uh, well, whatever, whatever. What are we going to talk about? What if we finally did something that we've talked about doing for ages? Oh, the prequel? Nope. Godfather 2? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, no. Yep.
the Pop Charles Cinecast. Presented by the Prince Charles Cinema and Brett Combs. This is your host, Jonathan Foster, and I am here today live from the apocalypse with my boy who likes to eat some dog food sometimes and maybe ate cat food. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. His name is Phil. What's up, Phil? Uh, what's up? It's the end of the world and, and we know it. And I feel fine. Yeah, man. And I'm your I'm your apocalypto boy. I didn't eat cat food. You ate cat food. Yeah, but you ate dog food and then you made me like eat. literally like you an hour ago. I food. didn't make you do anything. That was the only that reason was, uh, I thought that would the pizza. That was the only reason you'd come out I here. I thought that was the pizza for Yeah, it was. Now you think to... It oh, was. Well, cool. It was just kind of just even. I, kind of gross but um yeah yeah that's the only way i can get you out here um listeners if you're tuning in to this 100th episode of the pontrell cinecast 100 uh, phil and i we got invited out to this award ceremony aries supposed to be meeting us and stuff and um it's gotten kind of crazy uh phil thinks it's the rapture it is the rapture i'm not too sure just felt like a, a big earthquake you didn't see what i saw yeah i can't explain that thing that ate james franco though but I'm glad he's dead because fuck that guy. Yeah, I mean, that could have been any number of women. Yeah. <laughs> he'd, he'd worked with in the past, you know? Yeah, and fair fucks to him. Yeah. Uh, well, it was kind of crazy. Like, we're here recording this episode. We come out here. We're supposed to go to this festival and all hell breaks loose, literally. We should stop coming to these things. Maybe it's us. Yeah. I don't know why. Every time we come out to california shit goes wrong mm. anyway i never thought i'd meet james franco i was i was not at the prince charles cinema uh when he came with his brother dave to present the disaster artist yeah because i happened to be in scotland that that weekend or whatever that that happened so i missed it so now that i've met him it was kind of crazy that uh <laughs> phil he was like i met him and then he was like Gone in 60 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> oh, God. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you could say that's one way of putting it. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, in honor of... A hundredth episode. A hundredth episode. Happy birthday to us. Uh, 40 episodes since we were supposed to do this, and uh, it's possibly our last episode ever, because who knows what the hell's going on, and um, yeah. Uh, I know f- people have been worrying about myself and Phil... Uh, after last week, um, we don't have to go into it. It was kind of a misunderstanding, and yeah, it was a peace yeah. offering that was made earlier. Yeah, um, and I appreciate that. Appreciate it. Yeah, you know, we're trying to move on um, amicably. We're gonna, yeah, going to do this movie. We're just going to do this movie. We've been meaning to do it for so long, and you know what? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to do it. I have actual. I actually have things to say about it. So let's do it. Yeah, nice. And it was my fault the last time we didn't do it, and. It kind of became a rolling joke, so we're finally going to do Gone in 60 Seconds. Great, yeah. So, let's do it. Time it took you to buy your ticket. 3.2 minutes. Time it took you to get your popcorn. 2.5 minutes. Time it took them. Well, let's go, let's go, go. To steal your car. Hello, ladies. 60 seconds. Move, 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 go. Come on, sweet baby, work your magic. Hold on, I know you ain't gonna do what I think you're gonna do. Stop! 
to go old school. A day to shop, a day to prep. Surprise attack. Nice. Little trick I learned in the car thief retirement home. By the time the first car's reported stolen, your ship sets sail. We do this, we do it my way. Ours was a sucker for a redhead. You break it, you buy it, my friend. <laughs> Okay, let's run. Gone in 60 seconds. What do you think is more exciting, having sex? Or stealing cars? Upon learning that he has come out of retirement to steal 50 cars in one night to save his brother's Kip's life, former car thief Randall Memphis Reigns enlists help from a few boost-happy pals to accomplish a seemingly impossible feat. From countless car chases to relentless cops, the high-octane excitement builds as Randall swerves around more than a few roadblocks to keep Kip alive. Dude, <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. What? I can't talk about this fucking movie. I can't do it. Oh, I can't do it. Son of a bitch. God damn it, dude. Are you really? Are you really gonna gone in 60 seconds? The gone in 60 seconds episode again? Well, I mean, that movie's fucking trash. I'm sitting here wondering, you know, <laughs> while we're going through this intro and stuff, if this is, if we're ever gonna do another one of these. Like I even kind of said, I just don't know. And if this is gonna be my last one, I don't think. I want it to be gone in 60 seconds. Well, then what do you want to talk about? I mean, I mean, look around you. This is all pretty familiar. What is? The two friends in LA. You can tell they have a sort of weird tension underneath the surface that they aren't addressing. Then the apocalypse happens. They pretend they are finally making a project they have been talking about for years. Uh, I, I'm, I'm lost, man. Are you still talking about Left Behind? No, dude. Fucking this is the end. What do you mean by the the end? I, I ate cat treats. I thought that's all you wanted. Like, the no, end of what? No, man. The the movie. This is like that movie. This is the end. Oh. This is your host, Jonathan Foster, and I am here today with my apocalypse boy, Phil. How's it going, Phil? We're trying this again. We're in uh, <laughs> take, two. take two of episode 100, During the Apocalypse. Episode one, the hundy. Let's celebrate. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, Phil and I came out. There was the, we're Wait, in LA. We're in LA. We are in Los Again, Angeles in right now. We're in, in New Nakatomi. Angeles. Very hot in here. New Nakatomi. The same uh, 
location that we happened to be when we came out for our the podcast festival. We got caught up in a crazy terrorist situation and did a diehard episode during the middle of all that. And now we find ourselves during the middle of an apocalypse in the same exact room. We did save the day last time. So. Yeah. I don't know if I've got another one in me, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do it, man. It might be the last one, uh, at least of this yeah. version of the podcast. Yeah. We have to I mean, do it right. Gotta send yeah. it out. We gotta give it a fucking a fitting burial a tribute. We have yeah. to like lay it down on a bed of sticks and burn it. Like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, the Viking it's like a Viking funeral but for a podcast. A Viking funeral for the podcast. This is it. Yeah. This is the end. This is it. This is the end. Yeah. Those are two different movies. The other one is that Michael Jackson movie. This is it. <laughs> 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 yeah. But it wasn't it. It wasn't it because he died. Yeah. So it's a bit of a yeah. false advertising. It, it should have been called It Wasn't It. <laughs> <laughs> it almost was. It almost was. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Phil and I, we're out here in Los Angeles we got in this crazy situation and we found ourselves in the same exact room as we were last time and we decided we needed to record a 100th episode anyway to get out to you guys exactly and, uh, I don't know how they're gonna listen to this Phil like similar to last time we recorded that episode and somehow uh, it made it out streaming it somewhere it, you know, yeah but on like a timer this time due to whatever happened here it will come out. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's crazy outside. Yeah. There's car alarms going off. Uh, there's like explosions, crazy growls. Hellfire coming from the sky. No rain though. Yeah. Something ate James Franco when we came running into this building. Yeah. Uh, Phil claims he saw people shooting up into the sky. They were right there, right in the middle of the stuck. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how you store it. You were under I mean, that. I got. You, you got pushed over. Blown away. I don't yeah. know. I couldn't see anything. It's kind of crazy. You were under all um, those, uh, you know, post cupcakes. <laughs> I mean, I was eating a few. Twinkies. Uh, <laughs> uh, they survived the apocalypse. The exactly. Twinkies. Um, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know how many more episodes this will be. You reminded me that this whole situation is like a very familiar film what film are we talking about today on the 100th episode of possibly the last episode of the pod charles Seneca? this is the end Seth! i have the best we could ever plan jane franco's having a giant party it's supposed to be bonkers everybody drunk out on the dance floor I can't believe people still invite him places. Don't touch my bubble. It's a weird face. What the? Come on, get out! It's too late for you. You're already in the hole. Get it! Get off me and see! 
sheriff's office is urging people to stay in their homes right now. I think it's the apocalypse. It's all in here. The book of Revelations. Helicopter! It's gonna be fine! What's she doing? We should stay in here, fortify this place. Emma Watson showed up. I hid in a drain pipe for days. Just try and get some sleep. I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. I cannot wait to ask her all these amazing questions about how they made those motion pictures. Take it easy, Dumbledore. What you want, son? This is my game. This is my lane. Get out of the way. What you want, hun? Oh, my God! Just because a bunch of people fell into a pole outside doesn't mean we can't have some fun. We're a bunch of best friends hanging out. It's like a sleepover. Should we spoon it? No. Do you want to go? No. Uh, Scarface style? Both oh, of you guys? What? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. This is the best way. In Hollywood, actor James Franco, ew, is throwing, <laughs> he's dead now, by the way, so don't worry. Uh, he's throwing a party with a slew of celebrity pals. Among those in attendance are his buddies, Seth Rogen and Jay Berichow, whose friendship is in question after years of growing apart. Kind of sounds familiar. Also at the party are Jonah Hill. Danny McBride, and Craig Robinson, and a bunch of other celebrities. Suddenly, an apocalypse of biblical proportions erupts, causing untold carnage among Tinseltown's elite and trapping Franco's party in his home as a world they knew disintegrates outside. Cabin fever and dwindling supplies threaten to tear the six friends apart. It's the 2013 apocalyptic comedy written and directed by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. <laughs> this is the end. Phil, hot takes out the gate. Beautiful friend, the end. The end. Why wasn't that on the soundtrack? Yeah. <laughs> the weight. But the Cypress Hill, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This is the end. <laughs> this is the end. This was much better than I remember it being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've seen it. I don't think I'd rewatched it. Uh, I think I went to cinema today. I may have been too young to be to be honest. I don't really remember. Um, but I saw it around the time it came out because I was watching everything these guys put out, which made yeah. it even better because they're referencing even the most obscure shit they had done, like Your Highness <laughs> yeah. and The Great yeah, yeah. Hornet. I've seen all these movies. <laughs> And yeah. it's just so much fun. There were moments that like really broke me that were like really shaking and like it's, it's stupid fucking movie. It only falls down when like it had like plot to deal with. Could it just, it's so ridiculous. And I get it. It's like a parody of like the big disaster movies that were especially big at the time. Like this is like 2012, around 2012, but it's yeah. so genuinely funny. It's so endearing. It got that home mm. movie feel, which carried a long way. It feels like a group of real friends just making a movie in a house together because they have nothing better to do. And it, it's funny. It, should, it shouldn't work. It should be really obnoxious. It should be really pretentious because they're all just playing themselves. But it becomes, it's so self-deprecating. It, and it's just really funny. It just really got me. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed my time with it. I, um, you know, it's a good movie to see out the end of the world. Yeah. How'd you find it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty similar. Like, I 
I don't remember like the last time I watched it, but it wasn't that long ago. I felt like it was like, um, you know, prior to the rewatch mm. just now, just now. But uh, yeah, I mean, like it, it was really, really funny this time around again. Like uh, I think the last time I watched it, I might have watched it with Julia. And I think like I didn't watch it with her this time. So I probably like was a little bit more on guard because, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, what's yeah, in yeah. it and stuff like what's going to happen. There's a certain moment. That's um, like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I've, you know, over the years, I've tried to, like, introduce Julia to certain things that, like, Danny McBride has done. Like, oh, you know, he's bound it down. And it's, golden it's boy. Hardcore. He's the golden it's boy here, hardcore. though. He's yeah. my favorite thing he's about so this good. movie. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. The bit where he's talking about just, like, I, I literally couldn't contain myself. The bit where him and Franco are arguing over, like... Oh, the banister over and the porno like, mag. Yeah, over like, the I'll come wherever I want. Like, I'll fucking come wherever I want. And he's like shaking the fucking bat. <laughs> and it just goes on and on and on. And I was yeah. like shaking in my feet, <laughs> laughing so fucking much. Yeah. I just love it. Um, I've been dropping loads all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah. I better not catch you doing that. We're in a fucking tight room. We're in a fucking tight room, man. I can see every corner. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't care how long we're in here. I don't know how long we're going to be in here, but we need I to figure out the bathroom situation. We need to figure yeah, out we the need to work that out. As well. Yeah. There's some empty bottles, I think, over there. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Is there any water in here? Like, all I've got is this candy bar and the little bit of soda left uh, that we got from the shop. Yeah. Oh man, water! But I, I hear you can drink your own urine. Okay, we can. I've heard Craig Robinson seemed to like it. I mean, uh, it's too. It like, dude, we're like thirty minutes into this. I'd like a. It didn't last. It didn't take long for us to talk about Duke and Pith, did it? Yeah, I think we should <laughs> maybe like wait until we're really thirsty. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, but this is the end. Like, I was kind of similar to you, where I. uh I've talked on this podcast a lot and also to you just privately about 2007, the year 2007 is like an important year to me uh, film wise. And I think it was just because I was turning 18 at that time. And I felt like that year spurred a lot of the big comedies and stuff uh, between Mm -hmm. 2005, six, seven, eight. Like Like a wrecking crew. Get referenced a lot. Yeah, they get referenced a lot in this film and uh, with a lot of the same people and stuff. And around that time, like, I, you know, I was like 18 and I think I was out of out of like out of school and I didn't go to college. So, like, I was kind of in between trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do. And I hadn't really start working a proper job yet. So I was like spending a lot of time alone and I was like yeah, watching like a lot of stupid shows and movies and stuff. And I was like, you know, I was watching like. <laughs> you know, undeclared and freaks and geeks and all that sort of stuff. So it was like, all these guys were kind of like in that scene together and stuff. So when I heard about this film coming out, like I was so excited, like, cause like, I was like, yeah, man, I think you're, you know, around, you know, 2013 and with this film and everything, it was kind of like, I started to move on obviously with my life and I was getting ready to come over here. So I'm not as mm-hmm. in tuned with like everything they do now. Like, you know, I didn't watch, 
like, you know, this Seth Rogen and fucking James Franco, like going to North Korea bullshit. I didn't, I didn't, oh, watch you didn't all see that. the I interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't watch the interview. So I don't really know what's going on with that and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, but I, you know, I watched a lot of these other films and the whole Judd Apatow sort of connection and stuff. Good, good, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we did the P- Pineapple Express episode and I don't remember that episode much because I know Sam was on it. So I don't know how much we were sort of talking about, like, you know, our connections to like Judd Apatow and stuff. But yeah, I, like I yeah, yeah. was a big fan of all those films and stuff. So yeah, this yeah. was kind of like fun at the time. And I don't remember how I felt when I first watched it, but rewatching it is really fucking funny. Still, it's like, fucking funny, man. It is just really good. It's just, it's stupid. Like it doesn't, it's like one of those films that doesn't matter. No. Um, but I will say, Phil, there are a few plot holes. You know, finding mistakes in the writing. Watch out for the plot holes. 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 Why? It's our last episode, maybe. And you had to, you know, you know, I don't like the plot hole thing, and you just had to whip it out anyway. I thought we were good. Like, are you trying to? I didn't say I wasn't going to pull it out. I didn't say I wasn't going to pull it out. I figured you just would. We never read the room, man. It's not a very big room. I never read it. I never agreed to that. All right, do the plot hole. Do the plot hole. All right. So I love this movie, but I had some problems with it. Where did the hole go later in the movie? All right. So the hole sinkhole. It opens up the sinkhole, and all the celebrities start falling. (laughs) Ethan Barry falls in. And David Crumholt, I'm giving you my whole weight. My whole weight. You can carry my whole weight. <laughs> Why did he kill David Crumholtz? Like, oh, he's there's amazing. So many people like David. Yeah. I love David Crumholtz. Like Michael Thera. I would have. I would have loved a whole movie with Cokehead Michael Thera. Yeah. Who took Jesus my Christ. fucking cell phone, man? <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice little reunion as well. The yeah. bad reunion. Sorry. Yeah, this that was really sweet when you see all of them on screen together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the cast and stuff. Anyway, where did the hole go later in the, the movie? They go outside. They leave the house. Okay. It's not there. Oh, watch out for the plot hole. All right. All right. Why did no one try to call emergency services? Maybe I missed it, but nobody tried to make it. Pretty call. sure the lines are down. The city is on fire. So we, we didn't, we haven't tried to call. <laughs> Do you want to try to call? Yeah, wait. Do you want I'll to try call. to call try. the police? Yeah, wait. <laughs> no, it's just a busy town. All right, that I, I'll erase that one. Uh, I'll erase that one. All right. Also, why didn't any of the demons or whatever they were hear the blanks that Danny McBride shot when they were really near the house that whole time? They would have heard it, right? Like, were, were they attracted to the noise? Was this like uh, a quiet place? Quiet like place. you have to be kind of kind of quiet, and then they're uh, not just there all the time, though. They're demons. They're flying around. They're not just. Outside Jane Franco now, chilling, waiting. Anyway, plot holes. Watch out for the plot holes. He's not plot holes. <laughs> These are just things that happened. <laughs> God damn it. The room had the same fucking setup. So you already have, I can see the plot hole button right there. So I'm going to have to listen to the music. Man, I love plot holes. It's great. 
I think it's the best segment. The fans love it. According to uh, a Reddit AMA with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg from back in 2013, they got the idea for This is the End for everyone like sort of playing themselves in a movie about themselves. They had it like back when uh, like Seth Rogen and Buster Rhymes, like I, I couldn't figure out what they meant by this. Like they were both filming a movie and a music video at the same time on the Sony lot. Okay. And oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know if that was legitimately happening or happening, or if this was just a stupid idea they had. And it was really confusing because I read it in a couple of different places and it, kind of also doesn't make sense as it goes further but it's like so they had this this idea seth rogan buster rhymes and then (laughs) they're supposed to be shooting like a film music video on a sony lot and then these (laughs) ant-men attacked from the center of the earth like paul rudd and shit but then i read a different version where it was like saying that it was like seth rogan buster rhymes versus ant-man <laughs> i would love i would love this is before to ant-man <laughs> yeah ant-man was a thing before ant-man Been a i know but this is before it was kind of confusing because the way i was reading it it was like before ant-man like was in the marvel cinematic universe i guess i don't know it was it's was fucking confusing but wasn't it i thought it was based off a short i thought that's where it came from not buster rhyme versus the ant-man yeah all right so you add that idea because they had this sort of strange idea and they thought like, well, fuck, not Buster Rhymes. There's nothing against Buster Rhymes, but uh, like, how about we just include all of our friends? And then they added that whole idea of doing a movie just based on all their friends to this earlier 2007 short film that was directed by Jason Stone. And it was also written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg called Jay and Seth versus the Apocalypse. And then you have This is the End. So they just mix those two ideas together. Have okay. you ever seen Jay and Seth versus the Apocalypse? No, have you? Nick good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I watched it years ago, uh, probably around the time This is the End was coming out or whatever, because, you know, I was looking into the film and I, I saw that it was based on this short and I wanted to look it up and I found it online pretty easily. And then I rewatched it for this and you know i I thought it was pretty fun like uh to rewatch it again because it's like it's a lot darker than i remember it being it's like almost like like it's very funny but it's almost like this weird like horror film as well like you know and it's just like it leaves on this really sort of dark sort of tone like it's only like eight minutes long and it just kind of leaves you like sort of like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) because this is the end it's a really fucking wholesome movie yeah, it's yeah. Really yeah. sweet. It's a very sweet movie about friendship. There are horror elements in there, but even yeah. they are layered with with jokes. Although the scary bits are still scary, like uh like Jonah Hill becoming the death. <laughs> I mean that's a terrible scene, how it happened. Yeah. But yeah. afterward when he put death and they tried to exercise the demon out of him, that's really funny. Yeah. But then he get set on fire and he runs around the house yeah and so set creepy. the house on fire it's <laughs> yes. actually fucking terrifying because he's literally it's just a guy on fire yeah. chasing them it's like oh fuck yeah. <laughs> does it compel me does it compel me does, does it jay does, <laughs> does it jay <laughs> if not you know what it's not that compelling <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say though i think like my favorite thing about this is the end though is the fact that they did just like still make it sort of centered around 
Jay and Seth, like Jay and Seth versus the Apocalypse. Yeah, that's what makes it work. Yeah, instead of it being like James Franco and Seth Rogen, because like, all right, yeah, there's no. the elephant in the room. Let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, <laughs> James Franco. Yeah, his running he's, corpse uh, is over there. Yeah, he's dying over in the corner. But yeah, I mean, he kind of sucks, and it sucks like to... It's such a shame, because... I love James Franco, like, especially in this, he comes off as such a fucking sweetheart, but like a really, like a genuinely nice guy. But yeah, completely fallen off the map now. I mean, yeah, with the story that came out about it and it, it's hard to talk about. Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. It's a shame. Though. And I don't know, like, I, it's that weird thing. Cause you keep, you keep like every before too long it feels like everything's gonna have somebody that has sort of a stigma to it like because this film has a few problematic that co- sort of problematic nowadays and um like i guess aziz is sort of on the on the on cuff the fucking... same with same with kevin hart yeah so emma watson, <laughs> emma watson. <laughs> <laughs> she's the worst <laughs> so yeah it's a weird one but like i i am glad that i can go back and watch this and know that like the the heart of the film is still Seth Rogen and Jay Baruchel, and that's way better. Yeah, I believe it. I totally believe their friendship. Yeah, like everyone knows Seth Rogen, but Jay Baruchel, I feel like is one of that sort of like unsung sort of heroes of that group. Like, yeah, he's there, and he had his own few. I mean, he's been in a lot of big stuff, like How to Train Your yeah. Dragon, and he did the yeah. Goon movie, and he was in Tropic Thunder, which I like rewatched mm-hmm. immediately after this because it got me in the mood. I need to um, give that another rewatch. It's funny. It's, funny. it's really good. <laughs> it's been a long uh, time. Yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, you're right. He was sort of broke out with Seth, but never made it to the same level as him. So there's a, yeah. there's a sort of genuine, uh, I don't know if that's how they actually feel. They both seem pretty happy. But there's a there's reason for there to be tension. It's like, yeah, absolutely. Know, he said it well, where he's like, I hate what you, I hate what I became, so I hated what you became. And they didn't grow yeah. together, which is what they sh- should have done. Could even Rogan end in an arsehole in it? But he, you know, he gone a bit Hollywood. He doesn't need gluten and shit. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> oh, he shouldn't need gluten. Like a catch-all term. Just anything bad. <laughs> like bread. That's yeah. gluten. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Jay Barachal did actually admit that, like, despite all the hilarity and the over-the-top nature making the movie was actually therapeutic because he felt that some of the arguments and confrontations in the movie were on some level things that the actors really wanted to say to each other at some point. The, so, the truth in every joke. Like, that bit yeah. when fucking... When, they, when Danny McBride showed up in the movie fucking kicked into gear, right? And he made yeah, everybody breakfast and he showed up <laughs> and they're freaking out and he's just, like, to death, he's like... Fucking great acting from you, Seth. What the fuck with Daniel last three movies? And it's just, <laughs> yeah. just every time. And it's like, Jonah, you're a fucking Academy Award nominated person. And you better fucking bring it better than that. Yeah. Fatality. Okay, that was pretty good. And it's just, <laughs> yeah. he's just dressing each one down. Yeah. And they all, it's great because they all have very strong personality and they all bounce each Absolutely. other, bounce off each other well. Yeah, I read that like apparently it was like 50 to 85% of this film was ad-libbed as well. And it's surprisingly strong for a movie that's mostly ad-libbed. Yeah. So apparently Seth Rogen said that he was shocked by how much the actors would actually insult each other. And according to him, <laughs> Jonah Hill and James Franco in particular seemed to go at each other the hardest. And at one point really? he felt like he had to intervene. 
and remind them that they are <laughs> actually friends and they like each other. Yeah. <laughs> but they funny. were like, I think they were sort of fucking around with each other. Like apparently like Seth Rogen had basically asked everybody like to go as far as they can possibly go until they couldn't go any further. And <laughs> Evan Goldberg created a game for himself during filming. And the goal of the game was to get as many of the cast members as possible to say, no, I can't do that or get them to refuse to do something. But apparently according to him, the only people that he wasn't able to break were James Franco and Seth Rogen. So that's yeah, kind of okay. surprising. Hey, but there's a lot, there, there's something there. I mean, I like there's a running joke in every James Franco Seth Rogen movie, and it's very prominent in this. That even in movies where Franco just had a cameo, like in The Night Before, that the running joke that James Franco isn't in love with Seth Rogen, and I just never get enough <laughs> yeah. of that joke. I always think it's funny. Like when Jay is trying to get the painting off the wall yeah. to barricade the door, and he's like, no, 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 don't take the Rogen. Take, take the Franco. Take me. Take me instead. <laughs> you know, James Franco actually painted all those paintings in the house. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was watching with Duffy and I told her that. And then so many. There's like freaks. You've got freaks and geeks and shit. And then yeah. I love it. I love all those references and all the props yeah. from the movies and shit. Big fan <laughs> of that. Yeah. So like all that's pretty fun. And like you said, like Danny McBride coming in. Oh my god. Like that whole scene is perfect. Like his introduction, just like yeah. getting up out of like just getting up out like Undertaker getting up out of the fucking <laughs> bathtub. And yeah. just like when the shit goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Pissing all over the seat. Oh, and just god, like yeah. like wiping Smoking. it with his foot. Ew. <laughs> it's, it's so gross. It's just like oh, everything god. about it is just so Danny McBride. It's perfect. It's so funny. Danny McBride apparently the best, man. He was the funniest person on set, like during ad libbing. He was like, like he was ad libbing so much, and he broke everyone all the time. He was the one that would like just fuck things up. Like apparently, it took him like an hour to get through a certain scene because he just kept making everyone laugh so hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how yeah. any of them got through most of that, and most of the movie is group shots. It's like two or yeah. three people in the frame, so they have to keep a straight face in order to keep that fucking take and i just yeah. I, I couldn't believe it didn't break more often it's impressive yeah seth rogan jay birch all glad that they were sort of the centerpiece the heart of the story and it's really fun james franco whatever i mean it's he's very fun in this film he's very funny whatever yeah we'll sidestep yeah. uh jonah hill <laughs> oh my god like jonah hill we did tight we did tight so, so good the <laughs> super so nice Jonah Hill it's so yeah. funny with the earring and just like yeah, oh I have a fucking earring bro. I'm Jonah Hill <laughs> dude your references are out of control yeah, knows out of that. control everybody knows <laughs> and playing with the gun bang 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 bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> so something so something uh, not very chill happened last night <laughs> in the end he just wants to kill Jay he's just like God would you please like just kill just Jay. take Jay and then like what happened like oh what was it that something happens where he's just like oh it's happening like like something bad happens to Jay or something and he's just like oh he, he gets uh, he pulls the straw he has to go get like food from the other house yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's it yeah <laughs> 
good. Amazing. Yeah, he's incredible yeah. in this. And he just, it's great. He told this line where you're like, are you nice? You're not, are you? Like, I can't <laughs> fucking tell. Yeah. Like, are you both, like, you're both being nice and you're both being a bit of a prick. I just don't understand Yeah. It. Yeah, it's and him good. talking about it like incontinent spaniel, Aja, A H J A H A I. It's just oh my god, he's Hollywood incarnate, you know. I, I really couldn't tell what they were doing if they were purposely trying to like do the switch between Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah. So like, ah. Michael Sarah's character apparently, like he was asked like can you just come do a character like unlike anything? Like it's like you're playing yourself, but it's unlike you. It's like everything against what you're usually typecast as. Uh, and Seth Rogen, like had previously had conversations with Michael Sarah about like the fact that he was upset that he was always typecast as this sort of nerdy, awkward teenager, sort of like oh, not in so this shy and awkward. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he so he slapped like, Rihanna's butt in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. Michael Sarah. <laughs> Yeah, so he he was like super excited to like that Seth Rogen thought of him that way and just was like, dude, you can like, you know, you can do this. You can be like a yeah. different character. You could be completely different. And I know you can pull it off. And he was so excited. And he said the only thing that he asked for was like if he could wear that stupid yellow windbreaker. I don't know <laughs> why, but he that he was like the it. only he was like, I'll do it if I could wear that. So yeah, it was just like pretty funny and yeah yeah so you have like you know christopher mince Plassey as well like so like you said there's that yeah, really good make, uh the reunion. super bad reunion you don't but even he, like, notice blows that cocaine. yeah <laughs> i've never done coke before that's <laughs> so good that's such a like a cool moment as well like it's like there's so much yeah. fan service in this film but it just works it's really funny it's a great reference and it's also a great reminder that you're not watching that movie <laughs> you're watching <laughs> yeah. something very different yeah yeah uh well another big person in the film is craig robinson obviously like craig robinson <laughs> take your panties off that was great take i love craig robinson he's oh always great. again a person who had like a big moment there like a big part of this crew he was in like hot tub time machine and this and the you know brooklyn 99 in the office he was fucking huge and he kind of you know winded down a bit from comedy but now he gets to, I've seen them do more dramatic stuff. Like he was in Mr. Mm. Robot. He was in like season two of Mr. Robot. And he's nice. fucking insane in that show, man. Like it's nothing like he'd <laughs> never played. And it's just always cool. nice to see him. He's always yeah. fucking funny. He had one of my favorite bits where he, they talk about how hard acting is. And he's like, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're, you're out, you know, it's, it's freezing cold. You're out there in your draw. Talk about everybody's stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I call I call Finney and he said I didn't call Finney. <laughs> I just thought I love Craig Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, he's anything. so good. Like I like the weird relationship that him and Jay Burchell sort of like That's form. nice. Although yeah. it feels sort of almost one sided to Jay because Jay just like is just using Craig Robinson kind of in a way to get back at Seth Rogen. Yeah. I have a new really best funny. friend. But it paid off. <laughs> yeah. It like it gives Craig like a whole new lease on life and yeah, yeah, nice. and yeah, so he, it he makes goes, him a better person. And he goes up. He gets. Yeah, he gets raptured. The first. Great. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, holy shit, it worked. You mentioned Rihanna. Obviously, she gets her butt slapped by Michael Sarah. So apparently, they were doing that shot a few times, but Michael Sarah wasn't 
slapping her and they were just trying figured, to yeah. block block the shot so that he wouldn't actually smack her butt um but it wasn't working so michael sarah was just like can it can i just smack your butt just please for the scene <laughs> so look for real and she said yeah you could do it only if i get to smack you for real so and she did apparently she smacked the shit out of him and it happened quite a few times. Like, I don't know if they were just fucking with him, but every time it just got harder and harder. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jason. We're playing a game. <laughs> yeah. I love, yeah. You have all these fucking people like Jason Siegel and Martin Starr and like all these guys just yeah. like in the background, you know, from all these shows and te- like films and stuff with these guys, but they're just like, just Michael Sarah's just talking yeah. shit to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. And even like uh, fucking Kevin Hart and giving Jason Siegel shit about how I met your mother. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. oh, my cake. I ate the cake. And you ate the cake. That's why you're number one. That's why you're number one. And he's just like, fuck, fake. It's so good. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Just everyone giving each other shit. Mindy Kaling is as well. She's in the film. She showed that. Uh, yeah. Does she start talking about how she wants to fuck Michael Sarah? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my favorite, you're always having a good time when this guy shows up. Favorite, just he's there for a second and then you don't see him again is Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd? I forgot he was in there and he literally does yeah. a walk on. He like runs into yeah. shot. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's happening? And he's holding a cake or something. No, he's got the mega bottle of champagne. That's it's it. Just like yeah. a huge bottle. It's like bigger and he, than him. And then oh, <laughs> he and they steps make, on that girl's head. Exactly. They make the nicest guy in Hollywood like <laughs> mash a girl beheaded. Yeah, and he's awful. just like, ah. <laughs> just being so fucking good. useless. Great. <laughs> oh man. And then obviously we've got Emma Watson. <laughs> yeah. Hermione just broke in and took our shit. <laughs> Originally, that was meant for Mila Kunis, that role. Oh, really? But, um, <clears throat> yeah, there was quite a few people that they were going to have. In She's the film. more part of that group. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, definitely. Like, She's in town Marshall and stuff. Yeah. And there was, there was a few people. I think like Cameron Diaz was offered a role. And there was quite a few people that were supposed to be in it. But I think it was just scheduling reasons. They couldn't do it. And I think they had tried to get uh, separately for a different role was Daniel Radcliffe. Um, oh, funny. They probably would have used a few jokes and he couldn't do it either. So Emma Watson actually said, yeah, I'm happy to do it. And it's the best thing she'd ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's at the party and then all hell breaks loose and then she disappears. And then when everything's in the midst of everything going on, she just like breaks in. Yeah. And like they do that really unfortunate sort of <laughs> like which one's going to rape her. Uh confusion yeah, we, joke we didn't you know it didn't it didn't have that vibe until you started putting that out <laughs> it's a very it's a horrible scene but it's very yeah. funny Ugh. it's like how right. far you'll go to look not creepy and just yeah. be really fucking creepy yeah, <laughs> yeah. and rightly I mean, so it's... like she just fucking comes out and smacks them and takes all this yeah. shit exactly what she's it's almost do. like kind of like fitting of like the situation when you think about just how stupid guys are it's like that's exactly like, that hits it on the head of like how dumb all these fucking guys are yeah so stupid. <laughs> and she like just comes out yeah and just beats the shit out of them and like leaves and takes their shit but <laughs> apparently- they're trying to do the right thing <laughs> they were specifically talking about not doing that yeah <laughs> so like 
at the at the end of the film, all right, so we we have all this shit going on and everything. They kick Danny McBride out of the house because yeah. he's just eating all this shit and he's just like causing all these problems and stuff and you're sick yeah. of him. So they kick he, him out. They vote him he out. He took our water twice. <laughs> he got to go. He got to go. <laughs> so he goes out and then all like all the rest of the film sort of proceeds. You have the Jonah Hill possession. You have like. Yeah. Jesus uh, Christ. Them like making their way out of the house after that because yeah. the house is on fire. They're inside of James Franco's Prius, and then they're and trying then, to go. The big demon comes, and then yeah, all hell breaks loose. Dan McBride appears <laughs> with his group Again, of cannibals. I need the cannibal king. It's like Mad Max. He t- he's <laughs> thriving in the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, he got, got a little man slave. Another yeah. great cameo from fucking <laughs> Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Which, What's up, guys? Is one of the best. Oh my god! One of my favorite parts of this film. I love that. He, I just love that he did it. How many people would yeah. do that? How many people would show yeah. up and just be game for something like that? Yeah, like he's a gimp in a gimp outfit. <laughs> His ass is out, just showing, and he's just like, <laughs> on a, humping like all Danny fours on a fucking leg. chain, <laughs> and he's like, "This is Channing Tatum. He's my slave." And he's just like. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So apparently Emma Watson, I think, was supposed to come back at the end. And I don't know if she was supposed to be involved in that scene with Danny McBride yeah, or yeah. what was supposed to happen. Like if she was supposed to just like it was all going to meet ahead at a head. But then apparently it got all weird, like how she didn't like what was going on and how the scene was progressing due to all the, like the improvisations that were going on and like the mm-hmm. whole cannibalism side of things and all that. And Channing Tatum as a slave gimp guy. <laughs> She's like, so what apparently she like, she left the set like, um, wow. And really? there was these like, yeah, there was like, uh, articles and stuff like the media kind of took it as this, like they kind of went crazy with it saying that she stormed off the set and she was really upset. And Seth Rogen like had to address it online and say like, you know, that's not what happened. They kind of like went out of control with this, but yeah, some, you know, she wasn't really happy with how things were going and how it was progressing due to all the improvisation. So she just left the set and agreed to write her out of the end. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what she was supposed to do. That's kind of interesting, but (laughs) it's kind of unfortunate, but yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine anything's worse than like them arguing about like which one's going to rape her or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Like how much work can this get? It's a pretty tame comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, one of the big things we get in this is uh, the proposed pineapple express (laughs) sequel. This was was what I was waiting for. I was like, I would specifically remembered pineapple express two and Jonah Hill doing an excellent Woody Harrelson. And I was like, yeah. it, oh my and god! I couldn't rem- and I couldn't remember. Oh man, is it in the movie or what? That like promotion for the movie with it in the trailer. Like I, I was yeah. just watching out, like really hoping that they do it. Because there's a bit early on where they <laughs> talk about their idea. Yeah, they're talking like, about the idea. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's just it. But then it fucking happened, and they got the fucking costumes and the props <laughs> and the fucking yeah. 
and MIA paper planes. MIA paper planes, and that reminded me of yeah how much you like that, and it was like the best yeah. use of that song ever within the trailer, and it's not even in the movie. It's one of my favorite <laughs> bits. Yeah, Pineapple yeah, yeah. Express too. Um, so I forget good. what the uh, there's like a subtitle to it. Red something. Yeah, something on yeah the red something thing. about red. Yeah. And, yeah, so Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg have said that the, like the basic premise that was put forth in in that clip and this is the end is actually what they had planned for a sequel if they if they were gonna do it back then because it was like all these people I guess always asking them like oh when you would do a sequel to Pineapple Express because it was like I guess one of their most popular films that they've done. Yeah, I love that movie. That might be my favorite of their. And that I did did actually include Woody Harrelson playing the president of the United States. <laughs> It was a great idea. I wish they'd made yeah. it, and I'm, yeah. you know, it obviously we're never gonna get it, but that it would be yeah. nice that they did it in this movie. Yeah, and Jonah Hill doing it is so goddamn funny. Waited for the people. I had to do what's right. Waited for the people. It's the people's weed. <laughs> big fan. Yeah, that was a fucking big highlight of that movie, and that would really like yeah. hammered in the whole home movie thing. Could it show yeah. like shit and it's like them dragging Franco and him like through the hole and them pretending to shoot each other. Um, yeah. It's great, but like cut to make it look like a real like epic action <laughs> blockbuster trailer. It was fun and one of my favorite. Yeah. Bits. Well, the film itself was set in Los Angeles, obviously, much like we're, we're in, in Los LA. Angeles. I almost forgot, yeah. Yeah, um, principal photography actually though took place in New Orleans due to like financial incentives that the film <laughs> was given to shoot in that city. So okay, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what Tommy Wiseau is up to. Yeah, you think the, Tommy Wiseau the, the talked evening? to James Franco? Nolan. James Franco was like, was like Tommy, go shoot in New Orleans, and he's just like, ah, oh, go make Big Shark in New Orleans. Go Big Shark, yeah, all <laughs> all American, you know. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, why the all American, all American guy? You know, oh, is Big Shark ever gonna come out? I don't know, man. Te- technically, you've worked on Big Shark. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Next time he comes to London, I don't know. We'll see. Is it actually Franco Town? It's not right. Oh yeah, that I was. Thought- that was. I was gonna say. So a lot of people ask if it's Franco's. House, I thought it was. Yeah, it's not like the inside of the house was like all built on a stage, so it's like all oh. staged. The outside is actually apparently CGI. Really? <laughs> like it's the not whole real. facade and everything was not real, no. apparently. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough, man. Movie magic, am I right? <laughs> Movie magic. Movie magic. Oh, after filming wrapped, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, they were displeased with the ending, so they considered putting <laughs> Morgan Freeman in heaven, <laughs> of course, because he's always God. Yeah, but... but he declined and since they already had everybody backstreets back everybody <laughs> yeah mm. rock your body, your body. Oh, man. i mean that's Put a fucking banger fucking yeah. banger i couldn't think of a better way to end the movie so since it had already played earlier they were just like fuck it we want to do something over the top so they got the backstreet boys in the scene instead <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was watching it with Dusty, and uh, shoot, shoot, we got to that point, and she was like, God, they had way too much money for this movie. <laughs> They're just throwing yeah. it at the screen at yeah. the end. Yeah. 
Uh, there was even talks about doing like a post credit scene where the guys who didn't go to heaven were like down in hell and they were smoking weed. And apparently like Hitler was supposed to be down there smoking weed with it's them. It's always fucking Hitler. Little yeah. Nicky did it first. Yeah. But uh, they balked at that idea. Thank God. But that was also, I think, just due to money and stuff because that's just more bullshit. But <laughs> this was funny. So during production, the film's working title was actually The Apocalypse, kind of like a nod to Jay and Seth versus The Apocalypse, mm. which was later changed to The End of the World. And yeah. it was going to be The End of the World for a while. But that name was changed to This is the End on, funny enough, December the 20th, 2012. It was really smart. Oh. They decided to release their first trailer and their poster on December 20th, 2012. And they changed it. So this is the end. So that's the day the Mayan calendar ended. So that's really fucking funny. Uh, but the <laughs> reason this was done was at the request of Seth Rogen's co-star from Paul. Shout out, Paul. Shout um, out, Paul. <laughs> uh, Simon Pegg. Because yeah, Edgar Wright's The World's End the world was supposed to come out in 2013 as well. The one of those we've talked about where two... Like of the same movie come out in the same year somehow. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like No Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits, and this, and this, you know, this at the end and the world ends. And they they are different movies, but they are basically the same premise. Yeah, and basically apocalypse. the same story. Like a group of friends yeah. the apocalypse, but one is an Edgar Wright movie, and one is the fucking Seth Rogen joint, and they're very different. Yeah. I I much prefer this at the end over the world end, but I I appreciate that he gave him the title. Yeah, I, I've i seen, funny enough, actually, prior to even working at the Prince Charles, I saw The World's End at the Prince Charles Cinema when it was showing there on release. Mm. Um, and then I've seen it once since. Uh, and I, yeah, it's just not yeah, that good not compared it's to not. Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. And I'm even more of a Shaun of the Dead guy. I know a lot of people love Hot Fuzz. I'm a Shaun of the Dead guy. Yeah. But I think Shaun of the Dead's the best one. Yeah. Um, don't at me. You can't anyway. The world's ending. So fuck. Yeah, off. exactly. <laughs> Don't at me in heaven. Uh, how in the fuck did we not get sucked up, Phil? How did we not get? I fucked up. I th- I think we've been sh- pretty shitty people. Well, at least you know, at least recently we've been kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. I don't know. It's only. Did you ever read the Bible? It's like only those who are worthy will ascend. Maybe we mm. just have to, I don't know, prove our worthiness. I thought that's what we were doing now by doing the podcast. Yeah. Bringing joy to I just the world. thought we were doing because we got nothing better to do. It's the end of the world. There's <laughs> nothing fucking to do. Yeah. Stuck in a room. Well, I mean, like, we came in. So James Franco, obviously didn't get raptured if we're going with your rapture theory uh because he was Mm. still there when we came into this building but he got killed by that demon thing yeah and but that's james franco he's not gonna yeah and seth rogan took his place for the awards gala as the host of that thing but he wasn't here so he must have gotten raptured i guess he's a good boy i don't know yeah he's a good boy but dude, Finn Wolfhard wasn't here either. He was supposed to be here. Fuck. Did he get raptured? How come he yeah. got raptured? 
He better have not got fucking raptured. I bet all the fucking Stranger Thing kid got raptured. They got a huge fan. The only one who doesn't like him. I don't know. They have to be doing bad stuff all the time. Yeah. You know what? I'm glad the world didn't end it. Glad. At least I don't have to look at those kids anymore. At least they're not here if they did get raptured. Exactly. Never have to see him again. No. We'd have to see anyone ever again. Anyway, yeah. Where we were talking about like the world's end. uh, Oh, yeah. Seth Rogen decided that they'll change. (laughs) They'll change it. Because, uh, yeah, I think it was it was mainly because the World's End pub was a big feature in Edgar Wright's film, so they, they yeah, couldn't yeah. change it. And he was just like, all right, we'll change it. So they did. Um, this movie, had, like, we've talked about the soundtrack already. I'm not going to go into the big spill of it all because um, I don't, you know, because I don't even know how I'm going to edit this thing. But, I mean, you know, yeah, MIA's Paper Planes again, Gangnam Style. Like, I didn't realize that oh, song yeah. was back in 2013. That was crazy. Like, yeah, I, I, never I felt forget. like that was, like, 2015 but jesus yeah 2013 <laughs> um it ended the beginning and war pigs by black sabbath that was pretty sick that was cool very cool everybody by the backstreet boys and then of course you got i will always love you by whitney houston not a nice touch yeah. nice touch nice touch although perfect time i like the dolly parton version it's a fun one, the OG. That's a good, yeah, really fun. That's a good one. But too. both are great because Winnie Houston's got some great pipes on her. Weird, weird, weird question. Mm-hmm. Just that moment reminded me, because um, you know they're you know they're trying to escape from the giant demon, the, the devil had come to, to destroy the earth. It's a huge lumbering figure, a huge yeah. monster. The big dick, with the big, with exactly that's my question. Yeah, humongous dick. Is this the biggest dick ever put on screen? Oh man, it has to be. It has to be right. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. hundreds and thousands of feet. Yeah, wide and tall, and it gets cut off as well. Just, just yeah. for the, just for the fucking <laughs> joke of it. Yeah. And it just, I kept thinking, I was like, someone had to animate this. A team of yeah. people had to animate. It probably took fucking months. And people probably yeah. asked them, oh, how to work? What have you been doing? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, come on. How's it, how's it going? How's it going? Um, you know, I'm working on a Seth Rogen movie. Um, yeah, oh, fun. I love that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocked up. Great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good. So w- what are you working on? Um, you know, it's like a, it's like a, an apocalypse type thing. It's like end of the world. So, you know, try to... Cool. Lava and brimstone and, and demons. And demons. Like that. Oh wow, that sounds interesting. Yeah, Seth yeah. Rogen and demons. Yeah. What do they yeah, look yeah, like? What do the demons um, look like? Uh, the demons. They uh Oh, you know, they look like demons. They're 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 very they're you know they're big and they're red and they have uh, hooves and sharp teeth and horns and um you know all uh, all the all the appendages are there. Um, everything proportional. Um, appendages yeah, yeah they look they're, yeah they're scary you know like the um, arms and legs and uh, penis penis <laughs> I told you oh, I didn't man. want to talk about it like <laughs> It's such a great conversation. <laughs> it's like, imagine explaining cutting off like 
a big demon penis because like two guys are being raptured up into heaven. And <laughs> you gotta see it. You just gotta from see one it. Yeah. Of the guys just cuts it off. <laughs> oh man, you had it's to so be good. there. It's such a good ending, the... though. The ending of the film is so funny. Perfect. It's so stupid. Like yeah, and it's very raptured. It's perfect, and yeah. they both complete their arc, and they both, you know, mm. they just have to understand each other, you know, apologize yeah. to each other, and be willing to grow with people. That's yeah. the hard bit. That's yeah. the hard bit. Yeah. It's not facing the apocalypse. The hard bit is, you know, facing yourself. Sucking it up and saying sorry. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, I... I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. I don't know what we have to be sorry about. So. No, yeah, we're cool, man. What do we, you know, we're just a couple of podcasts. Mm. Yeah. Well, this is the end. It uh, was released in June of 2013. Made $126 million on around a 32 to $40 million budget. Uh, the budget sort of fluctuates, I think, a bit with some of the shit they were doing. I don't know. but And the people that were like there. You said, they're throwing a lot of money into this. and. It was well received by critics and audiences, and they've even joked about doing a sequel, you know, since. And Evan Goldberg, I think, has been more of like, "Yeah, we'll do it someday. That'd be fun." Open to Seth Rogen, sort of like, "Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen." Yeah, Evan Goldberg did say that like Seth Rogen would be a cokehead in this version, and then Michael Cera (laughs) would be calm, a calm dude with a boyfriend, Uh, and then you would also have Rihanna and the Backstreet Boys back in the film. Uh, and then he said in the interview that we have a lot of ideas, a heaven and a hell, for example, in a Garden of Eden version where Danny McBride is playing Adam. <laughs> Holy shit. The idea that you just do it, do it, not even like a sequel, but essentially do it again with the same cast, but in a completely different way. You know, it's like it's still yeah. a group of celebrities facing the apocalypse, but now <laughs> it's in this context and it, with yeah. these people. I, I love that idea. I think it's great. Yeah. But you'll never get all those people <laughs> together again. It's like, yeah, that was like a, thing. a one-time yeah. thing. Yeah, they said that they sort of just lucked out. It was like the stars aligned and they just had no idea how that worked because yeah. it just feels like it wouldn't be possible to do it again. <laughs> and Seth Rogen joked about it like later. He says like, you know, I, I don't think we'll make a sequel to This is the End. But if we did, it would be called No this is the end. <laughs> I've read that. That's really funny. That would be an amazing title. That's like, um, yeah. you know, remember those Now You See Me movies? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, I think now I probably have, I've, I've done, yeah, I've done this joke, <laughs> I think, on the podcast, but it's like, holy shit, how did they not call the sequel to Now You See Me? Mm-hmm. Now You Don't. you know it's right fucking there it's It's like coming back to america it's right fucking there and they just called it now you see me too the fuck is that i mean they both suck so let's move on (laughs) why didn't they spell it at least like t-o-o like look who's talking (laughs) (laughs) and then now you see me now (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh shit what the fuck Oh shit! Ah. Oh shit! Ah. Whoa! 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 Phil, who the fuck is that? Whoa! Whoa! What? Whoa! Whoa! Sorry? Oh my god, you guys are actually alive. What? You're actually alive. Thank God. What's going on? A few moments later. I hid in a drain pipe for days. Like three or four. I don't even know how many. Wait, what? The apocalypse has only been going on for like 
an hour or something. And then I stopped hearing people and I started hearing growling noises. Yeah, that the demon. What? Would you say out there in your travel, um, did you see anything that you describe as apocalyptic? I mean, no, but uh, I would say that it's completely obvious what's going on here. It's a zombie invasion. Oh, fuck! Zombies! I've been saying it's zombies the whole time! You never said zombies! You were talking about the rapture! Wait a second. Shut up. We haven't been proven right. These are all just theories. Honestly, I'm just so relieved that you guys are here, and I'm very happy about the idea of sleeping and just- Wouldn't we all love to just sleep and this just magically go in the way? Phil, dude. Chill, man. She's had a rough time. Hey, Ari, you can crash on one of those couches over there, but yeah, we're going to need to board up that door you smashed in again. Thanks, guys. Seriously, you're awesome. Oh, fuck. Oh, couch is dirty. Dude, it's cool, Ari is here and all, but like, I thought this was just you and me here, and we've not even gotten to snack time yet. I don't know if we'll even have enough food to go around. Well... I've been saving that candy bar for us that we got at the store, but I didn't know she would be busting in either. I mean, we didn't get to snack time yet. I was, I, you know how I am. I forget sometimes. And she interrupted the episode. Um, but she's tiny, dude. I mean, like, I've got some almonds still that she could have. Well, I think we should address the uh, elephant in the room. I think it's important. Oh, wait, what? Oh, you're not talking about me. Sorry. I think it's important that we make her feel comfortable. What? She needs to know that we're low on food. That she isn't in any danger with us two. You know, two men. Danger? What? What kind of danger? Is she in danger? No, of course she's not in danger. Look, all I'm saying is... We've been here doing the podcast for the last year and a half without her, and she popped back in sometimes. But now that we are all together and the world's ending, I don't want to give off a bad vibe, you know? Vibe? What vibe? What kind of vibes are you talking about? Shh. I just don't want her to think we'll kill her first if it comes down to that. Kill her? What? Dude, Ari's like my daughter. I mean... Not really. That's just a joke. But but she's like family. You know, breadcrumbs family. I'm not going to kill her. Are you going to kill her? Shh. No. No? No, 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 no. Shh. You said it, man. There was no one talking about killing until you said that. I was going to give her some almonds I brought. But you, the one who smelt it, dealt it, the one who denies it, supplies it, yeah, I I know it fight. But dude, wait. Wait, what? Did you did you say almond? You son of a bitch. What? You were supposed to eat the fucking cat treat and you snuck fucking almond into the pack again, didn't you? Fuck man, who cares? I'm not fucking eating cat treats. The world's fucking in and there's demons running around. No, I'm not worried about eating fucking cat treats for you. What the fuck does it matter? Man, you're talking about killing our friend over here. It's snack time, okay? It's important to me. And I'm not going to kill Ari. If anyone's going to kill Ari, probably you, Mr. America. I fucking love my second amendment. I got to go shoot somebody with my fucking gun. What the fuck are you talking about, man? I've been living in London for the last seven years. And I've never even owned a gun. And you brought this shit up. You're probably planning on killing Ari. You've been all weird about it. And just like you just... 
keep trying to kill the pothole segment in the podcast. Whoa! What the fuck? What's wrong? Whoa, what's wrong? What the hell? Whoa, whoa, what the what's hell? wrong? Whoa, what's wrong? I just heard you guys talking about which one of you is going to kill me. No, 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 dude, 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 dude. It's funny. I mean, we were actually specifically talking about not killing you. Oh, God. Fuck. Ari, please. It's me, Tommy. I'll, I'll never hurt you. We're friends. Haha, we're best friends. I don't want to betray you. Just, Ari, just, just put down the act. Move! Ah! Uh, uh, Ari, uh, it's not safe out there. John. John. John, wake up! Uh, uh, Dude, uh, what happened? Ari beat the shit out of us and left. What? Oh, man. Uh, sh- shit, dude. She robbed us, too. She robbed us? Oh. Yeah, I mean... Oh, fuck. She, yeah, she took the Patreon money I had on me. And, yeah, I think she... I think she took the, the candy bar, too. There's another problem. What? Well, while you were out, um, a demon got in and it possessed me, and I had to perform an exorcism on myself. What? How? What? Uh, that's not that's not all of it. During all that chaos, and with Ari destroying the front door to the building, a fire-breathing dragon demon thing flew in and set the whole building on fire. What? Again? This place is like one big piece of kindling. It's always catching on fire. Yeah, they're gonna have to make a new, new Nakatomi Plasma. But fuck it, man. Let's just get out of here. Alright. Oh, God. Alright. God. What are we gonna do now? In case you haven't noticed, we're out here in the open now. Holy shit, that flying dragon beast is back! <laughs> run! Oh, run, dude, shit. run! Whoa! Oh, fuck! Oh, shit! <coughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking breadcrumbs in here. <coughs> well, well, look who we have here. <laughs> If it isn't the two girls who ruined my entire day. Oh, God, not this guy again. Yeah, dude, how are you even still alive? I mean, you know, he's not getting raptured. In that single act of betrayal, it destroyed the only thing I've ever truly loved. What? You? (laughs) Me. Me. And my money. Oh, man. What are we going to do, John? I don't know, man. Maybe one of us should just distract him while the other makes a run for it. Oh, man, I... Listen, uh, I'll do it. I'll I'll distract him. I'll bum-rush him, and that should give you time to give it away. But you could die. Maybe I deserve it. I mean... I've been shitty my whole life, and I've been a bad friend to you lately. Just teasing you about the snack time stuff, and just adding in dumb segments, and 
Talking about the Stranger Things kids just because I know it gets under your skin. John, man, you, you can't do that. Look, I've been shitty too. I've been pretending I don't like their segment, but the truth is, I love them. I think they're hilarious, and the music you do for them is super fun. I just felt bad that you called me out for phoning in snack time. I love you, man. Oh, man, I'm sorry, dude. I love you, too. Oh, boys. Let's get him. Together. What? Fuck it. We're going down. We go down together. My man. Let's get this creep. Uh, holy shit, John. Uh, holy shit, John. Uh, we did it. The rapture beam is taking me up, Phil. Uh, oh, man, that's great. But why am I not getting sucked up into heaven with you? <laughs> Take my hand, dude. We can go up together. Whoa. Whoa. It's working! Yeah! <laughs> what the fuck? Where the fuck are you going? <laughs> I want my share of the ten million dollars! <laughs> He sees us! The demon sees us! He can't touch us! We're in a forest field! At least he killed that creepy cab driver! <laughs> Whoa! Oh shit! Shit! It's not gonna take me with you! We're gonna go down! We're going down! Just keep holding on! Just keep holding on! We're gonna get pulled up too! You're gonna get pulled up! Come on! Just hold if on! not though, I won't man! I don't deserve to! Oh, fuck! I'm gonna let go, John. You'll die! I know, but you won't. No! I don't deserve to go to heaven, but you do. And here, take this. What's this? It's the Milky Way. You got it at the store. I took it when you passed out after Ari beat us up. I didn't think you were gonna call it snack time, so I took it. I'm sorry, that was stupid! Hey, Phil. Before we die, one last... Snack time! Snack time in the apocalypse. The apocalypse. Apocalypse. It's snack time in the apocalypse. The apocalypse. Apocalypse. It's snack time in the apocalypse. <laughs> ah, I'm gonna rip this open real quick. Take a bite of it. Oh, oh it's really good. It's good. Oh, good that we can eat a Milky oh, Way. I love Milky Way. Here, Phil. Dude, you take the rest. Oh, thanks, man. Oh. Fuck, that's good. Five out of five. I'm gonna let go now. How many big demon dicks are you giving it? Well, that's the biggest demon dick I've ever seen. And goddamn, if it isn't the best Milky Way I've ever had. No, it's getting the five. Five for me too, dude. I'm gonna let go now. I won't hold you back anymore. 
Whoa. The distant heaven. It's just a place on Earth. It's beautiful. Look, we're both dressed in white now. Wow, man. Look, over there. At the pearly gate. No way! Is that Gabriel? Oh man, it's so bright. I can't. I can't even tell who it is. Wait. Uh, who is that? Is that? No. No. Brian De Palma. <laughs> <laughs> Relax, don't do it when you want